Doable Discipleship is here once again. My name is Doug Jones. And I'm Jason Wheeland. I don't know why we're moving so quick. I'm going to try to slow us oh, down a little bit and make down it really enjoyable. No, whoa, whoa, we're not whoa. trying to rush it. Let's savor it just a little bit. This is a Saddleback Church podcast and YouTube show designed to help you deepen your friendship with God. But Jason likes to say, the show that helps you grow. Oh, I like that straightforward this week. What are we talking about today, my friend? Uh, today we have a wonderful uh, friend that is joining us with us today. Her name is Lisa Burl. She is the intern program manager here for Saddleback Church. She oversees all of the interns and does a lot of leadership training with them. And, and, and so we just thought it'd be fun to have her on to talk through um, different aspects of leadership, how she teaches and grows our interns is very intentional about that. And uh, I think it'll be a really fun conversation. Yeah, she's going to share some principles that are really kind of undergird the intern program here at Saddleback. And I think it's going to be good stuff for all of us to hear. She'll be with us in just a sec. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. We're really excited. So excited. We want to start by just getting to know you a little bit. Mm-hmm. So your story, what do you do here at Saddleback? What do you love about it? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm the intern program manager. So I oversee our interns here at Saddleback across all of our campuses. Um, and I've, I, gosh, I want to say I'm coming up on 13 years. Um which, what is time? Let's change the course of this episode. Um, no, let's go down that. Time flies. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so grateful to be here. I love this church. I came to know Jesus here um, when I was in college. And so I think for me, just being able to be part of college students' lives and mm. help them on that journey too is just part of my heart, um, mm. you know, to, to be here to, to serve them. So yeah, yeah, really grateful for that. The intern program is like, booming how many like do you pull through a year yeah we've close to a hundred um a year yeah and we actually had a record this summer we had 55 interns so yeah dude (laughs) speaking of interns jason i did start out as an intern intern. yeah that's true where did you intern jason I interned with the peace team. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I've we've talked about this before, but have. it doesn't matter. Um, I did. I interned with the peace team. That was right before you became intern yes. um, manager. And so, yeah, it was great. We loved the internship program. And I think you've just taken it to new heights oh, wow. even Thank since. You. A whole other level. Which, which leads right into my question, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, so just kind of tell us about the program. T- tell us about what it is. Tell us about why it's so vital to to what we do as a church. Yeah, well, you guys know this, but we, we're we a teaching and training church at, at Saddleback. We love developing people. It's one of our daring faith goals. The T mm. is to train our members. And I know you guys have a heart for discipleship and training and developing as mm-hmm. well. Um, but we love just pouring into the next generation um, that's you know being raised up. And we know that it's, it's the church's responsibility. It's not mm-hmm. um, schools or seminaries or, are you know other organizations but when we look at ephesians 4 11 and 12 about equipping others to do the ministry god's called them to do mm. we take that seriously mm. and it's our great joy and privilege just to be able to do that and to invite college students to be part of something big part of something mm. bigger than themselves so mm. yeah we we really have a heart for that it's just you know our our church's heart to invite people into that here at Saddleback. So yeah, love that. So you guys, you, you train interns. It's not 
we don't just bring interns in and they do a bunch of work. There's a lot of training involved and you're teaching them a lot of principles, mm-hmm. particularly about leadership. Yeah. Can you talk about some of some of the the basic go-to principles that you like to make sure you drill in with them? Yes, Drill definitely. in is a strong word, but instill. Let's go with instill. <laughs> instill, yes. Yeah. Um, well, one of, the, one of the basic things that we frame every conversation, every training with is just we affirm that truth that because we are followers of Christ, we are leaders. You know, mm-hmm. this is a leadership development program. And mm-hmm. um, I don't want to lose our audience if they're like, I'm not a leader. You don't know. Like, I, I would mm-hmm. say, I, th- I think statistics show 80% of people, if you ask them the question do you see yourself as a leader they go well i don't know maybe in the Mm. right Mm. like if it's needed i could step up but really as followers of jesus if we claim the name of christ leadership is not optional for us when we look at the great commandment when we look at the great commission we cannot live those out in our lives without being leaders because mm. leadership is influence and Jesus has called us and commanded us to live a life of influence mm. in a broken watching world that is in desperate need of godly effective leadership. So we just love to affirm that truth and you mm. know for for some That's interns great. and and I think even for me like we're challenged in that going am I a leader? What is my mm. platform of influence look like? How do I steward that well? So that really is the first thing that we talk about with our interns mm. and just really make sure that they recognize um, the huge influence that they have. It might yeah. not be on stage in front of 10,000 and people, but it's in their families, it's in their classrooms, mm-hmm. it's with their peers. Maybe it is on stage, um, but it's it's everywhere. So yeah, that's a great way to talk about. It. Is Pastor Rick like always says that leadership is influence, mm-hmm. and you influence everybody around you, whether you realize it or not, is you're exerting some sort of influence. And so it's just being intentional about how you're using that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So then what we talk about kind of from there is Rick says this a lot too, is that all leaders are learners. So we talk about learning and just that that is the primary practice of a leader. And our mm. interns are here. Obviously, they get it. They're here to learn. They are learners. That's their primary role here is learning and leading. It's not doing mm. and filing. We don't put them where we need mm. them. We put them where we know they're going to grow and develop. Mm. Um, But we also talk about just the importance of learning because, yeah, that discipleship process, that growth, you know, process, that's important in our relationship with God. But that's also something that's not just for our benefit. We get to serve other people with how we're growing and our like from a deep sense of who we are and Mm. what our purpose is and what's important to us we get to serve people with that so we have such a high motivation as leaders as disciples to always be growing Mm. plus i don't want to follow a leader that knows feels like they know everything it's just annoying so (laughs) yeah and i think that's something that's cool too is 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 interns as they come in they expect to be you know trained in, in whatever uh, team it is that they're you know whether it's it's the worship team or 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 ministry team or whatever is they're like i'm gonna learn more about this but really is you're learning a lot about a whole ton of areas because you're spending time with these people mm-hmm. and you're you know it, it, just learning what it means to be a follower of christ mm-hmm. no matter what sh- team you're serving with yeah that's cool exactly i think so many organizations have a really like kind of messed up relationship with interns too where it's very much like they're just like kind of using interns up and then sending them on and there's not really this this desire to build in or care for them at all and that's something that i really appreciate about the ministry that you guys run you really do a great job caring for these leaders and i've been in the 
I've been in the training sessions with you guys where you talk about like, look, this is how you treat your interns. This mm -hmm. is how you make sure you're caring for them. And I love that you guys uphold yeah. that value. Yeah. I feel like the word intern is bug really... Oh. Get out of here. Yeah, bug. Jason, take a shower once in a while. That's <laughs> on me. Oh, no. It is I who must shower. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I feel like the word intern is one of those kind of charged words where when people hear that word, they assume something that's, you know, maybe it's fetching coffee or filing and that's yeah. definitely not what interns are invited to here. We just have so much more to offer them at Saddleback. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, we are really intentional with providing them with that, you know, just training that we mm -hmm. just have so much going on already here that we can be pointing them to. So, yeah. Yeah. Good. All right. So we're all leaders. We got to mm -hmm. know that all leaders are learners and Every leader is a disciple. So you're talking about this discipleship journey that you're welcoming people into. What's next, Jason? Uh, yeah, so so the question then is, how does the process of growth in learning happen? Mm -hmm. um, it's something that we've talked that you guys are intentional about. So, so, uh, so how does that take shape? Yeah, so what we talk about with our interns is what we call the learning cycle. And we like to think about growth and and um, just our journey with Jesus kind of as a cycle, not a, mm -hmm. more, not a linear thing. Mm -hmm. Linear kind of point A to point B thinking. It, it's helpful for something that's short term and simple. But for us, like leadership is complex. Leadership is long term. So we mm -hmm. like to think in, you know, that cycle piece. So we talk about the learning cycle with interns. Um, as just a way to be kind of systematic and just intentional with our approach to learning. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, we look in everything that we do with, with our leadership training with interns, we look at Jesus. He is our model. He's our example for what, um, biblical leadership looks like, mm -hmm. obviously. So, yeah. So the first step in the learning cycle is pursuing knowledge with our minds and, um, I think we kind of grow up with this is what we think learning is. It's just like head knowledge. Um, and don't get me wrong, I thrived in school doing that, like memorizing stuff, regurgitating <laughs> it on a test and thinking I learned it. But we forget stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so this really is just the first piece of um, you know, the learning cycle. But I love the example of Jesus in Luke 12. He's a 12-year-old kid, and he stays back in the temple to learn from the religious leaders. And yeah. it says that um, he amazed them with his knowledge. And I love that he, you know, even from such a young age and being so knowledgeable already, he was still pursuing knowledge. Mm. And he really just, uh, he amazed the religious experts with his mm. knowledge. So that's yeah. just funny to me thinking that Jesus his whole life, he was learning as well, which is kind of maybe weird to think about. Yeah. But um, but he set that model for us. So I love just having that um, teachable heart and really thinking with our interns, what knowledge do we need to pursue? Mm. We are living in the information age where we are just bombarded is probably the word from <laughs> more channels than ever before yeah. with uh, mostly garbage. Like how do mm -hmm. we pursue knowledge and make sure that the input that's coming in is good stuff in our right. minds. And mm -hmm. so um, we kind of talk about three different areas to pursue knowledge in with our interns. So the first obviously is spiritual knowledge. Yeah. Um, 
we want to be um, making sure that the knowledge we're pursuing is truth. And so yeah. that is spending time with God, being in his word, being in prayer, um, you know, going to church, being in a community of believers that are helping us grow. We are not meant to grow by ourselves. Mm. Um, so that obviously is the foundation of all of our learning. Um, but second is vocational knowledge. You know, our interns are here because they want to become more employable. And so we want to ask them, you know, what skills do you need to, de to develop? What do you need to do and learn to be the best at what you want to do at where, what God's calling you to do? Mm. And I think even for me, what do I need to know to be the best intern program manager that I need to be? Mm, yeah. I need to, you know, I need to know what the laws are regarding internships. I need to know about leadership. I need to know about Generation Z and what <laughs> their needs are right now and how an internship can help meet those needs. So we talk about that. And then the last thing is cultural knowledge. Um, you know, our, we've actually been talking a lot around here just about those hot button issues and what's going on in our culture right now. You know, we're called to be in the world, not of the world. We obviously don't want to carry the values of the world. We're called right. to be mm -hmm. different, but um, we need to know the conversations that are going on around us. We need to know those kind of headlines so that we can contribute and engage in the world in a way that, you know, we can help bring Jesus into those conversations and, and yeah know what we're talking about too so so along with like what knowledge we pursue we also talk about what's maybe coming in that we don't need what's not beneficial we had an intern this summer who was talking about just being convicted of of listening to a certain type of music that just made him like angrier and like a little bit of a road rager and <laughs> um and so, um, you know, what are, what are we listening to? What are we watching? What are we laughing at? Just so, again, what is that input looking like? Mm -hmm. So I think that is just a huge first question to consider as we're thinking of the learning cycle and just pursuing knowledge intentionally. Yeah. yeah. Great. What's yeah. next? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, knowledge is only intellectual. Yeah, until, the cycle must continue. Yes, <laughs> it must continue. Yes. So the next thing is absorbing that knowledge into our hearts. Mm. Um, and so, you know, Mark 4, it talks about the parable of the sower and the different types of soil that the message can fall on. Mm. And there's thorny soil. There, I'm there's get this the bug. bug. Get I'm it. Get this bug, you guys. Oh, dear. Oh, oh, no, almost. Was that, am I wrong? Was that direct contact? <laughs> oh, you man. took your It's mocking job. you at this point. <laughs> hey, sorry. Absorb um, this. This bug is no. You're you're great, um, but yeah. So you know, just where where does knowledge fall? If we have sin or a pride issue, we can reject the knowledge that mm. we're learning in our heads. We can ignore it if we don't have a discerning heart. We can, um, or we can absorb it. We can absorb it into our hearts. Mm. And there's a really powerful example of this in Matthew 26 when Jesus is is in the garden Garden of Gethsemane. I always say it wrong. Um, <laughs> And, you know, he knew what he was supposed to do. He, he knew, but he, he was troubled in his heart. And so his prayer to God is, God, if, if, 
if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Mm. And by the end of that passage, that has that that knowledge of what he knows he has to do, it's absorbed in his heart. And it ends with him saying, Rise, let us go. He's ready. He's mm. ready because that that head knowledge has gone into his heart. Yeah. And um, so that is just such a powerful example of um of, and of course, he's the son of God. That can happen in one <laughs> evening for him. I think for us, it takes a long time. Yeah. It's a journey mm-hmm. of absorbing knowledge in our hearts and mm-hmm. um, what we're learning actually affecting us and who we are and how we relate to God and to people. But um, you know, that passage just shares a few things that I think are so important. And the first one is um, we need to look at challenges as an opportunity mm-hmm. to make knowledge, you know, real truth in our hearts and to, to make that transformation. Um, you know, knowledge is only intellectual until it faces a challenge. And then we also need to, again, think about the community. You know, he was with Peter, James and John in the garden, I think. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, he asked for them to pray for him, you know, and, and we need to ask our friends, um, and be in community with people as well, um, Mm -hmm. on that journey. And, you know, there, there's no shame in asking for help. Sometimes that might be a support group or celebrate recovery mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, so I think that's a huge piece of learning as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, just taking that time to reflect. But I think the other piece too is committing to doing what's right, mm-hmm. even when we don't feel like it. When we know we have to do something, but we have trouble doing it, it's because it's still got to get from our minds to our hearts, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, so I think for me, that's just such a key piece in the learning cycle. Yeah. That's following good. through doing it. Yeah. So the cycle moving our way around, learn, absorb, do, and then. Yeah. So, so we're pursuing knowledge with our minds. We're absorbing that knowledge in our hearts mm-hmm. and then we're expressing it through our hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that we do that is, you know, we want to be acting on what we're learning. And so the yeah. way that we try to do that and we talk about with that with interns is by forming habits and habits are really, yeah, you guys. We're That's a big great. fan we of habits. We just finished yes, a, a series totally. on habits. We're all about <laughs> spiritual practices and disciplines. Yes, yep. Yeah, so <laughs> habits are just so important and really the building blocks of our character and just a way that we can be putting into practice what mm-hmm. we are learning. And so we talk about that with interns a lot is just, you know, what are healthy habits that we can be doing that are establishing, um, you know, th- these truths in our lives and when Jesus was out in the wilderness being tempted, um, and the enemy has from the very beginning tempted man in the three same ways, you know, first John talks about lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh and the pride of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the three ways that Jesus was tempted out in the wilderness. And the way that he combated those temptations was, um, quoting scripture. Mm-hmm. He had been out in the wilderness and was learning and working on habits and his character. And, um, he was ready to put mm-hmm. those into practice. So I just love thinking, you know, if I'm at home and I want 
want a snack and that's not a healthy habit, like what kind of script, you know, I can say, gosh, man doesn't live on bread alone, but by the very word of God, I I can go, you know what? I'm not going to eat that ice cream. I'm going to do something else and think about God's word because that actually is what is going to satisfy me and fill me. Um, So, you know, looking at that as a way of, hey, I can implement truth in my life through a habit, I just think is so cool Mm -hmm. because that's where it becomes real and it changes how we live our lives. So. Yeah, yeah, we're big fans of habits. Mm-hmm. You, yes, I, you I just hear that. took me back to our <laughs> fasting episode just a few episodes back with Buddy Owens. A lot of fun on that one anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, the payoff. What, what are the outcomes mm-hmm. of the learning cycle? So you work the process, you do the cycle. Yeah. What comes from that? Yeah. I think you missed the end of the cycle, the share. Oh, did we? Oh. Yes, it goes, that's right. Yeah, oh, there's it, ends, more. it goes from mind, heart, hands, mouth. Oh. Yes. Yes, so that is the last. Good recovery, Jason. Thank you. (laughs) So that's the last um, part of the cycle is, yeah, sharing with our mouth. So when knowledge goes through this whole, you know, cycle with us, that's when it becomes wisdom. And again, Mm. we're able, that that payoff is we're able to share our wisdom with other people. We have something that we can offer people. You know, when we go back to just that thought of me as a leader, as a disciple, and and I kind of interchange leadership and discipleship because I, I, believe that leadership is a natural outcome mm-hmm. of us growing as healthy disciples. Um, but so it's really it's really cool to think again that me growing as a disciple, me on that journey, I can be sharing with other people mm. what God's teaching me. And that's 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 something valuable that I can offer to people. So mm. um, yeah, so we, you know, I think in our Western culture, sometimes we go from learn to share, and we just end up being a big mouth, <laughs> mm. or we go from learning to doing. Mm-hmm. And if we don't do that heart piece, we, you know, that's where we can get legalistic and more like kind of the Pharisees. Mm. So really going through that whole cycle is so important. Um, and when I, you know, Jesus at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, it says that the crowds were amazed at his teaching. What was so different about the teachings of Jesus? And mm-hmm. it says it was because he spoke as one with authority and not as a teacher of the law. Teacher of the law, who are they? The Pharisees, the very mm-hmm. same people that when he was 12, he was seeking knowledge from, which is so funny. Mm-hmm. Um but he he was he taught with authority because he taught from who he was from mm-hmm. a deep sense of his identity in God in knowing um, who he was and there was so much power and authority behind that and we have that same source of power mm-hmm. so talking about the outcome of this learning cycle you know when we look at our identity and we think about it um, it's really kind of a seed and when we think about the learning cycle we're getting closer and closer to that seed that core identity and i think that's three things it's how god uniquely created us you know our interns they are all doing totally different things here um obviously we we everything we do at saddleback goes back to the five biblical purposes of the church um but those are expressed in unique ways in each of our lives so i love hearing interns talk about you know 
we have one who he loves junior high students and, mm. and seeing them find a relationship with Jesus and growing in that. We've had interns who they they, they lose sleep over um, the orphan crisis or over global health issues um, and j- all different kinds of things. And so what is that unique identity and, and that purpose that God has called us to do? We, we learn that. That's an outcome of us being continually, you know, growing in our, in our, in that discipleship process. Mm-hmm. Um, and so personal identity purpose, and then lastly is just priorities. They're all P's, you know? Um, but yeah, you did it right. yes. <laughs> I know where I am. I know where other. I am. Yes. Um, <laughs> but you know, the, the priority piece they think is so huge too for interns, because again, it goes back to just the, the ways that we are just so tempted to, um, to carry the values of the world mm-hmm. and put value on temporal things that really don't matter. Yeah. But we, so we love asking interns when you think of the end of your life, what kind of picture would be a successful life for you? And mm. they very, they, I would say, I was going to say very rarely do they say this, but they never say this. They never say, you know what? It's like swimming in a pool of money with like Scrooge McDuck. Like <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a successful life. Maybe for a day. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for a little bit No, But you know, for them, it's something that's more important. It's mm-hmm. something that yeah. is of eternal impact and significance. So, mm-hmm. um, personal identity, purpose and priority are really outcomes of that intentional learning process. So, yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's good. All right. Doable time. So, yeah. Um, what are some doables for anybody mm-hmm. that's like, hey, this uh, learning cycle sounds like something I'd love to uh, I, I think more about and, and engage with? So, what are some doables for everybody who is saying that same thing? Yeah. Yeah. So, I'd say with each step, the first thing I would say is consider your input. What does the input look like that's coming in in your mind? It's got to be good. If it's junk food, you're not going to be healthy. Um, yeah. So same thing, you know, and, and what, what do I need to stop? Um, what do I need to stop binge watching? Whatever. Um, <laughs> personal question. Um, and um, yeah, what are some ways that I can be pursuing knowledge intentionally? Um, I think another one is, again, just taking advantages of the challenges that come our way and Mm -hmm. recognizing that those are opportunities for us to put what we know into action and actually Mm -hmm. practice what we're doing, Mm -hmm. Um, which, you know, easier said than done. But I think that's a huge way Mm -hmm. um, for this to be like doable. Um, The third thing I would say is community. Um, you know, do you need to join a small group? Do you need to get plugged in at church? Do you need, what's a next step that you can do to help make sure I always ask intern applicants. Actually, I say, who's the community around you helping you grow? Give Mm -hmm. me some names. Who are those people? Um, so that's a great next question. Mm -hmm. Um, and then one habit, what's one habit. I think we, we always focus on one habit at a time with interns because, you know, it takes what, Six weeks. You guys are experts on habits. It's what six weeks. The to research form a is habit. all over the place, but I think okay. it's about six weeks to really yeah. legitimately form a solid habit. Yeah. yeah. And so if we, you know, I know this from personal experience when I make my New Year's resolutions, if I have a list of 20 things that I want to, you know, change or things that I want to do, mm-hmm. um, it's not going to happen unless I focus on one at a time. Yeah. Now, Jesus is example. Again, he's the son of God. Mm-hmm. I, I, that process happened a little more fast for him than it does for us. But yeah, so I would say those are just some of the doables. Mm-hmm. 
That's great. And if you're in college uh, and you want an internship, hey, check out the Saddleback Internship. Why, yes. Why not? Saddleback.com slash intern? That's right. I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah. Nailed it. We'll have that in the show notes. <laughs> and we'll link to things like, you know, you mentioned joining a small group, all the all the action steps, every way that Saddleback can help with that, we'll link in the show notes as well. Awesome. This is really good principles. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah, yeah definitely. Thanks. Maybe we can, maybe... Tell me if we can't, but maybe uh, you can hook us up with a, a graphic that kind of illustrates that learning cycle that we might be able to help yeah, people visualize that. That sounds awesome. And maybe awesome. it will retroactively back in time appear throughout the episode. Oh, Because we got Chris, our friend over there that can make magic happen. <laughs> That'd be really there. cool. Anyway, hey, there we go. Uh, thanks so much for coming. Yeah, this thanks a lot for of fun, having Lisa. me. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. And for everybody keeping track at home, uh, we did not get the bug. No, the bug is still oh, fluttering still around. around. It's still yeah, around. I knew everybody was, was on evil. pins and needles wondering... <sighs> <laughs> can't stand it you know I was gonna, <laughs> never mind I was gonna make a joke about where we're we must be recording in some filthy place but it's all hidden it's, and no one knows where we are nobody so. knows where. Lisa thanks so much it was a lot really appreciate Thank it you. everybody thanks for watching thanks for listening we'll see you next time if you're a podcast listener and you enjoyed this episode consider giving us a rating or a review on iTunes if you do you'll help other people find us in the future and if you're thinking, hey, listening's great, but is there a way I can watch these episodes? Yeah, there is. Subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for video versions of these conversations, plus lots of other video content. And if you're already watching us on YouTube, subscribe to the podcast so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Lastly, you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com. Send us your thoughts, send us your questions, your Bible questions, your life questions, whatever. Who knows? Your question just might inspire an upcoming episode. Thanks again for tuning in to Doable Discipleship. I'm Doug Jones, and I hope you'll join us again next week.